Yes, sir. You already know what time it is. We back with another one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news, news, news. <laughs> yeah, man. How's your weekend? Weekend was good, man. We have a new president. So shout out to everyone who got out there and voted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. New president. This is a monumental victory, um, and hopefully, you know, change is still there. First black woman as a VP. Yes. Um, yes. First Ronald woman Blas. VP. Um, this is this is monumental. This is historic, and I, I will say that it's amazing thing for everybody to actually go out to and vote in the polls, mail-in ballots, all of those. Shout out to everybody for getting out there and voting. Yes, shout out to everyone who got out and voted in person or the mail-ins, the early voting. This was huge. The numbers were a big turnout, and I'm very proud of our nation as a whole. Yes. Matter of fact, let's get some words from the new president-elect, Joe Biden. The people of this nation have spoken. They've delivered us a clear victory, a convincing victory, a victory for we the people we've won with the most votes ever cast from presidential ticket in the history of the nation 74 million 74 million yeah numbers huge turnout huge huge turnout the most ever in history yeah of presidency um, this is obviously, like I said, monumental, um, and hopefully, hopefully, it affects change in our country in a good way, in yes. a good way for everyone. Yes, that is my hope. 2020 has been probably one of the worst years we have seen in some time to date. Yeah, for a multitude of reasons, for sure, not just COVID, but there's always some positive at mm-hmm. the end of the tunnel, and I hope that this is the change that we need right here to move forward as a nation. Right before 2021, by the way. Yeah. Stepping into 2021 with that new feel, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> that fresh vibe. Yeah, man. That Lambo's still blue. Shout out to Jeezy. <laughs> it's still blue, man. Bump it, Jeezy. Yes, sir. We had some big NFL over the weekend, man. Second half of the season kicked off. Some big games, but none better than the Dolphins and Cardinals game. I thought that game was incredible. Dolphins survived 34-31 behind a late missed field goal by Zane Gonzalez. What'd you think of Kyler Murray and Tua, man? I thought they they both played a pretty good game, right? I feel like the Cardinals defense kind of let Kyler down a little bit. Um, okay. And I feel like, you know, Tua, Tua actually, this is, you know, his second game, obviously. He definitely looked better his a second better. week. Yeah. A lot better. A lot better his second weekend. Um, there's still some, you know, some things he needs to clean up in his game. But again, this is only his second NFL game. Mm-hmm. I thought that he played well. He he scrambled, obviously. I feel like their their games kind of mirror each other a yeah, little bit. They did. Um, it's they really did. interesting. They're both, you know, shorter quarterbacks as well. So it was a really fun contest. It was, you know, a little bit of, of cat and mouse, you know, people trying to play. Yeah. You know, they're trying to figure out what yeah. each other's going to do. Um, but I feel like, you know, Kyler, Kyler needs his defense to help him out. 
He really does because his defense is letting him down right now. Yeah. Like you said, the Dolphins defense stepped up again. For an- sure. Another touchdown. Yep. Like they are playing big these last couple of games and they are looking like a really legit defense yeah. in the AFC. Not just the AFC and the NFL. But Kyler had a good game, 21 to 26 mm-hmm. for 283, four total touchdowns. Yep. Tua played a lot better than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. He came off that first week where he didn't do much against the Rams, At had all. under 100 yards. Yeah. And I thought maybe, you know, we jumped on the Tua bandwagon a little too early. Yep. And I am here to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get the Aaron Rodgers stamp of approval yet, but yeah. he gets an apology from me because I didn't think he would play that well. He battled against Kyler mm-hmm. Murray. And that's a tough battle whose offense is prolific yeah. with D-Hop, Larry Fitzgerald, Kirk, all of them out there. And yeah. Kyler loves to fling that ball around, and he's so elusive he is. in the pocket. It's insane. Yeah. And Tua, Tua's more elusive than I thought he was. He looked healthy. Yeah. He looked healthy. I like the way he was moving around in mm-hmm. the pocket. I love some of the throws that he was making, the back shoulder throws, yep. the touchdown in the back of the end zone towards the end. I honestly think that that game was going to go into overtime, but Gonzalez. Yeah. Coming up short? Yeah. On a 48-yarder? <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Yeah. I, How do know. you come up short on 48? I can kick that. No, you can't. Cardinals, hire me. <laughs> um, You don't see that too often in the NFL. You don't see somebody come up short. I thought it was an accident, honestly. I thought he just kind of whiffed it a little bit. Mm. What does this mean, though, for the Dolphins? Are they legit threat right now to the Bills in the AFC East? Look, the Dolphins are only a game back from the Bills. And if they, I think they meet the last week of the year. So yeah. that game could decide the division should the Dolphins keep winning the way they've been winning. Yeah. It could decide the division. And that's really interesting because, you know, we had the Patriots. They won last night. We we all thought the Dolphins were going to be in last place. Yeah. And they are right behind the Bills in the AFCs. It's they are, crazy. They're really on their heels, and they're looking good. And their defense. The defense is really good. Their defense is stepping up, making plays. And Tua made the plays when he needed to yes. make plays yesterday. Yes. Which is what really was eye-opening to me because I thought that battle with Kyler Murray in Arizona would be a little too much for him. And, nah, he took the pressure. Yeah. Stood in the pocket, made those plays, scrambled when he needed to. And yeah, man, they look good, man. I think they're a threat to the Bills. And speaking of the Bills, they cook Russ, man, in that awful Seahawks defense. That defense sucks. It's terrible. It it's, is. It's bad. It is terrible. It's bad. 44 to 34. How far do you think Russ can carry the Seahawks? I think that Russ is going to continue to do his thing. Russ will always cook. He's always going to do his thing. I feel as though it's interesting, right? Because, you know, usually we see Russ can kind of over, over, you know, overshadow the defense a little bit, but mm-hmm. the defense has really let him down uh, in a, in a couple way. games. Yeah, in a few games <laughs> a, this year. In a big way. And it's, it's one of those things where when you have Josh Allen passing for over 400 yards, literally TDs on yeah. you, that's concerning. That is very concerning. Yeah. And if you are the Seahawks with the Jamal Adams and, you know, all all the talent on your defense, I know your secondary is your issue. It's not your run defense. At that not this year. Your 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 pass defense is your issue right now because it seems like quarterbacks are just having their way whenever they want. And maybe it's one of these things where maybe you need maybe you just need to drop you know you need to drop everybody, rush your four and drop <laughs> everybody else because I don't know I don't know what what their objective is on defense like i feel like the seahawks are a really weird team when it comes to defense this should not be all these quarterbacks lighting them up week in week out you see your offense can score at will yeah. at any time you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league but 
you also your defense continuously will let you they'll 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 let 40 points go by so you you know they they, they, if russ scores 40 45 points and the defense scores 50 or less (laughs) less in 50 points you're gonna lose the game (laughs) so it's one of these things where they need to they need to figure out what's going on and what's the issue in the defense it's pretty wild because as i keep watching the seahawks russ is cooking but he has to yeah he actually has to. You can't get in shootouts every single week, week, week in and week You're out. You're not going to win like that. You're not going to win like that. You're not going to go to the Super Bowl that way. And at first, I thought the Seahawks were looking great, primed, and Russ has been battling every game. Yeah. He's going to be good for 30 per he, game. He did He did uh, turn the ball over four times, though. He did. Yeah, he had, he had another triple-double. Yeah. <laughs> These things are getting common yeah. around here. <laughs> two TDs, two picks, two fumbles. Yeah. What's happening? This is not basketball, guys. <laughs> but no, man, he's getting in a shootout every week, and yeah. it usually comes down to the team with the better defense wins. Mm-hmm. And right here, the Bills obviously had the better defense. They made a couple of stops, whereas the Seahawks made no stops. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough when you score 34 and you still lose by 10 points. Exactly. Like that is really tough. Yes, it is. And you can't. You just can't keep playing that way. So the Seahawks defense has to pick it up. They have to. Their secondary has so many holes out Mm -hmm. there. Josh Allen was just picking them apart. I think he only had seven incompletions, if I'm not mistaken. What's interesting is the Seahawks actually played the Bills predominantly man defense. And if you didn't know anything about the Bills, they have man beaters across the board. John Brown, Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs. These guys ate them up through the air. And it's one of these things. And there's there's even a point, and I want to single this play out alone. Do not put Jamal Adams, a safety, one-on-one with Stephon Diggs. You have to play to your strengths. And the Seahawks clearly aren't doing that. That was a terrible scheme. Um, yeah. What, the defensive coordinator should have known better. You don't play man-to-man against the Bills. You're going to get exposed. Yeah. And, I mean, I was talking about the zone because as far as the fourth quarter, they're just dinking and dunking yeah. down the field, picking them apart. Mm-hmm. And when you need Russ to get on the field and score, he's going to do that. Yeah. Also, when you need to stop, the defense isn't going to do that. Yeah, exactly. And it's unfortunate because the drives keep going. In the third quarter, Russ cut it to seven. Yeah. Russ cut it to seven, but then again, they gave up a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So it's tough, man. It's tough. Ravens got back on track, man. Handled yeah. the Colts. I picked uh, them. You, you picked the Colts. I, pick, I did. I picked the Colts. I still have issues with the Ravens. Okay. It's just the passing game. They won the game because yeah. they reverted to the run in the second half. Second half looked a yeah. lot better than the first half. Second half looked like the normal Ravens. Yeah. It's their passing game, and one thing about them as we get closer to playoffs, if you don't, if you can't pass the football in the playoffs, you're going to lose. And they this need to understand. This you know, is a fact. When you get in shootouts, when again, when they're in the playoffs, they're going to be playing teams like the Titans, like the Kansas City Chiefs, like the Colts. You're going to be playing teams like that that have really good defenses. Yeah, they're going to know you're going to run the ball. And you know one thing, and then they they saw that once you started the run, the middle of the field opened up for Andrews and all those guys across the middle. Yep. So that's how you that end up winning act, that game. That yeah. play action came right. about late. Right. It was good. So teams know that. That's this is this is why the Ravens are an interesting spot because I understand you brought Des Bryant off the practice squad, you activated him, cool. But the thing is, you are still struggling in the passing game and i don't know if you're going to be able to fix it in time for the playoffs when you have teams that can score 
40, 50. And you're, again, the Ravens can score those points, but they're going to, they're also going to, you know, teams are going to clamp down on some of those receivers. And it's going to have to be LeBron, Lamar, and JK and Mark Ingram. And that's going to be it. And then the tight ends are going to somehow going to have to be uh, introduced into the game through the middle of the field. But this is, this is one of these things. And I'm going to keep on saying this is an issue with that team is their passing game has to get better. If it does not get better before the playoffs, they are going to lose. I agree. I agree 100%. I think the second half looked a lot better than the first half did for the Ravens. They reverted back to some of their running styles, their little running schemes, the reverses getting around the edge, the option, the read options, mm-hmm. those things that Lamar is comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. Little RPO game, those things that Lamar is comfortable with in getting him down the field. Yeah. And those things work because those things do open up the play action. Yeah. I do still think that they are struggling tremendously in the passing game. But I want to jump to the other side. Are you still holding tight to this AFC championship prediction with the Colts? No, because Phillip Rivers is terrible. Cool. Just wanted to make, yeah. just wanted to get that yeah. out there. They 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 are terrible. Well, actually, no, they're not terrible. Phillip Rivers is just bad. Twenty five of forty three, two hundred twenty seven yards, one pick. Yeah, I don't trust Phillip Rivers. The, I, 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 I will say Phillip this: Rivers. the Colts are ready. As, as as far as the team, they're ready to win now. The quarterback is just not there yet. Well, he's the main player exactly. on the field. <laughs> he's he's the main player on and the field. And they only go as far as he yeah. goes. So they only go as far as yeah. he goes. Keeping it in that division, man. The Steelers got a scare in Dallas. 24-19 in a game that I thought they potentially should have lost. Yeah. Honestly. Are you worried about the Steelers at all on down the road? No. I am. Are you? I, yeah, I am. And I'll tell you why. Big Ben. His health his, is questionable. His health is a huge issue. If I'm not mistaken, he got injured in both his knees yep. this past yep. Sunday. And he had to go back to the locker room. Not sure what the diagnosis is mm-hmm. right now. I know he is currently on the COVID exempt list yep. because McDonald tested positive, positive for Corona. Right. Um, but he's banged up. And I think that they have a hard time protecting him at some point. Yeah. And I don't think their offense is that prolific. Their defense is lights out. Mm-hmm. Incredible. But I think when they go up against teams that can score points, let's say like a Chiefs that can put up 35 to 40, I don't think the Steelers are that team. I think the Steelers are a ground and pound team that slow the game down a lot. Mm-hmm. They definitely move down the field a little slower. And I think that the health of Big Ben is a huge issue. Like, he looks pretty banged up, and we know what their backup quarterbacks do. We've seen them play all yeah. last year. And, yeah, you're right. You, you bring up a good point. Um, yeah, both his knees again this Sunday. Last week was his elbow. Yeah. So he has been getting banged up this entire year, um, and it's it's imperative. It really is. It's imperative that he stays healthy for their run because if he gets hurt, it's over. Are, it's over. Yeah, it's over for them. They have nobody to carry that team forward. All right, man, the Chiefs getting a little shootout out there in Arrowhead with the Panthers, man. Mm-hmm. Teddy B didn't play all that bad, and Christian McCaffrey came back, got hurt again. Yeah, he's hurt again. I think they need to go ahead and sit him for the rest of the year, man. No. They need to sit McCaffrey for the rest My of the year. My fantasy team says no. <laughs> says no. Well, you know he's probably about to be out for the next two I weeks. I know. What a shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you when need. he just came back. He literally just came back this game. Disappointing. Pat Mahomes, man. Is, I mean, he, the, is he the clear MVP of the league? Yes. We should stop doing this. Yeah. we. I know Russ has been cooking. But he's also had back-to-back weeks where he's thrown three picks. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mahomes right now has 25 touchdowns and one interception in the season. It's ridiculous. This man did a play called Ferrari Wright. <laughs> it was his play. Where he caught the ball in motion. I seen that one play. I turned my TV off. I'm disgusted at how disrespectful this team is getting. They are having too much fun for my liking. Yes, and they're laughing <laughs> at people. They are giving piggyback yeah, rides on the sidelines. Rise and when they uh, dance the other day, Dan- like doing the swags or yeah, midfield, swags are midfield away game. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, out of pocket. They're the clear-cut favorite, though, For right? For sure, now, right? For sure. They're the clear-cut favorite. Mahomes is the clear-cut MVP. Yeah. Let's get to that night game, man. In a game that we both said the Bucks will win that game. Saints obliterated them. <laughs> 38-3. I'm talking after the first quarter, the game was over. What happened to the Bucks? That was the most disgusting performance I have seen in the team in some time. That was awful. It was bad. They it was pl- very bad. They played worse than the Eagles and Cowboys. They did. They that, did. Was a, that, that was the worst performance I've, I've seen. Tom Brady had three picks. It was horrible, man. Taysom Hill was going crazy. <laughs> We're not going to do this. It was. We're not going to do this. It was horrible, though, man. Like, are you concerned at all? Yes. Yes, I am concerned with the Bucs. You remember I told you before the season that pieces, and then they just added another piece. This is not, by the way, this is not on Antonio Brown. Let's let's not be construed by <laughs> Yeah, let's go, and, let's go ahead and cut that this narrative not, right now. Yeah, this is not about Antonio Brown. Just because you add a receiver, that doesn't mean that you're, you know, you got to shuffle a whole bunch of stuff. No, it's, it's chemistry no. is done yeah, for. Yeah, stop no, it. Stop, stop it. Stop that stop narrative. It. This is about the coaching staff putting their players in position to win. This is about them understanding what the Saints do best and what they don't. What 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 did they do? What did the Bucks defense do last week? They pressured the quarterback. They they blitzed and stuff like that. This week, what did they do? Sit back in a zone and let Drew Brees obliterate, them. pick them apart. And you know that's going to be Drew. He's not going deep. He's just going short passes. Michael Why Thomas came back. Sitting in a zone the entire Sanders time. Sanders back there, easy, easy, picking them apart. And then offensively, I don't know what they're calling. They, I really don't understand what they're calling. The Bucks ran the ball five times for a total of nine yards. Five run plays the entire time. And one of them was a knee. That's bad. That's that's disgusting. That's awful. Yeah, I don't know what happened. The Bucs came out really flat. Yeah. They looked dead in the water, offense and defense. Saints went down and scored immediately. Bucks went three and out. Saints come back, score immediately. Bucks three and out. Saints score again. The whole sideline's defeated. Nobody even wants to be there anymore. Yeah, they're I, they're ready to go home. And then post game, I didn't, I didn't, I don't like how Bruce Arians keeps on trying to air out Tom Brady in the, in the media. It's it's weird because it's it's one of those things where you know they asked him about Mike Evans and Bruce was like, well, he was why he was open a lot throughout the game. He just didn't get the football. And I'm like, don't throw your quarterback under the bus like this. And this is the second time he's done did this this year. And I get it. I don't know if he's trying to you know light the fire under Tom Brady, but at some point. To, I look at him as, who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> like, no disrespect to you, yeah. but I feel like you don't have that authority does to not. be calling out the, the GOAT. GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you should be that guy. I'm the one with six Super exactly. Bowls. You should calm down. Yeah. How like, about how about you take some of my plays that hour is efficient in last year and put them in your game plan instead yeah. of trying to make well, me fit your system? Yeah. Like, how about you adapt? Yeah. I'm going to do me. I know what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. I do. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a little odd. I thought that was a little off by Bruce Arians. And I don't even think it was completely true. I think he just said it, honestly, to light a fire into Tom Brady. You don't have to do that. Tom Brady's a self-motivator. Trust yeah. me. He's heard the doubters all Always year. Lying, yeah. Like, father time, and mm-hmm. he doesn't do it anymore. He, his arm is weak. Like, he has enough motivation. Trust me. He doesn't need that. He had a bad game, and I am, not, I am not absolving he him He had a that. terrible game. He had an awful game. 22-38, 209 yards, three picks. But they scored this, three points. But to say that was all on him and oh, it's he, he, inaccurate. He, yeah, he just yeah. he didn't get the ball to and open receivers when they were open. It's like ah. Uh-huh. Tom Brady got hit a lot too. Very. Yeah. He got hit a lot. I want to say he got. They said he got pressured. I think eighteen times, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The most he's been in the last three years. Yeah. 
They're not protecting him. Then yeah, they didn't protect him at all. Didn't give him enough time. I feel like they were trying to go for the big ball like all every time. play. Yeah. yeah, and you find yourself in third and ten situations, especially when you don't run the ball at all. Yeah. Like you're already behind in the sticks. And then Gronk dropped two touchdowns. So this know. is this is true as well. The, the game was over by the end of the first yeah, quarter. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the game was over by was, the end of the first 20, quarter. It was twenty eight to zero, right? Yeah, twenty eight. Yeah. I think twenty eight to zero by halftime. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was <laughs> ugly. It was very ugly. Last game of the week, man. Cam, <laughs> Cam, I am. I'm happy, but it's against and, the Jets. yeah, but it, but it's against the Jets, so yeah. I'm not gonna go crazy. Here's what I want to say: People have been killing Cam Newton for his fourth quarter collapses the last couple weeks. Please give that man some praise. And <laughs> I don't want to hear it was against the Jets this week. Although I, I just said it, yeah, it was against the Jets, but he brought them back. They were losing by ten. He brought them back. And he won the game for them. If he would have mismanaged those last 45 seconds, they would have lost the game. I just want to go ahead and throw this out there. Cam Newton completed 18 passes to undrafted wide receivers. Yes. Undrafted wide receivers. These are the most by QB in a win in the Super Bowl era. Yep. Just want to say that. Just want to throw that out there. Since we say, you know, oh, Cam has like the talent. He's just not making the throws. Cam was throwing to a player who was in college, a quarterback. Yeah. A backup quarterback at that. Yeah. Like, let's not get it twisted. Last night, I watched that game, and the entire time I heard the commentators bashing Cam, saying, like, oh, he's got to be more accurate. The dude started out 12 for 12. He did miss some throws. But he, 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 he missed one th- big touchdown. He did. He missed a touchdown. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He made up for yeah. it, got him down the field, yeah. scored a touchdown anyway. Right. The man had a, he had a solid game. Yeah. I, I don't no, think he had, he had, a, he had a solid he had, game. He had a good, to me, he had a good game. I don't think he had a bad game. No, he had a solid game. I don't think he had the game that people have been saying he's been having, especially yesterday. Yeah. A lot of negativity and, For sure. and the two facedness, like and no compliments. Cam made Cam on that third down where he almost got sacked, running for his life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Made that play, and the commentators say, "Oh, Cam, you know, did his best to make an attempt at a third down." I was like, "Wait, what? Yeah. I, what? What? What are you? Are we watching the same game? Right. What are you doing? Like, ease up. Just, just ease up. I get it." He's two and five, or he's three and five now. I'm yeah. not absolving that. I'm he not. He could saying, be five and three, but yeah. I'm not saying Cam has played amazing this entire season. Mm-hmm. He's been playing pretty bad. But look who he's playing with. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not even making the excuses. I'm literally just going off yesterday's game. Mm-hmm. Let's ease up this week a little bit. For sure. No. Like, let, let's Cam, ease up this week a little bit. Cam. Cam did not have a great game, but he played solid. Like he played solid. He did miss some throws. He was he, he was uh, inaccurate at times. He missed a couple of throws late. Yeah, he had a few inaccurate yeah. passes, but he still finished with good numbers. Yeah, and it's not about stats. Obviously, it's, it's not. You know, wins and losses is usually the the indicator. Is what he meant. It was what matters. Right, but he he did miss some throws. He wasn't accurate at times. His footwork. He had a couple issues. But again. He, when it mattered most, Cam Newton made the plays to win the football game. Drove them down the field for the game. Tying touchdown, got the ball back, drove them down the field for the game-winning field goal. Yes. Give him credit. Just, he deserved yes, it. That, that's he it. earned it. That, that's all I want. Just give my guy some credit. Yeah. Even if it's for this game. He earned it, it. It does not have to be for the entire season. I get it. The Patriots are still underperforming on the season. They also have a very lack of talent there. It's bad. Like, Cam went from bad talent to worse to worse talent. I hate it here. Yeah, hate it here. He went from bad to worse quick. <laughs> I, I hate it here. It's crazy because he leaves and then Carolina gets some weapons on the outside. Of so, course, you know. Uh, I, I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it here. All right, man. Player of the week. Who you got? Dalvin Cook. Still in my player. Of the Dalvin. Week. <laughs> He's still in my player of the week. Dalvin. Yo, pick somebody else. <laughs> he was a man. That's fine, man. Forget it. Dalvin. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna talk about Dalvin every time. 
Dalvin Cook, 478 yards and six touchdowns in the last two games. Missed two games, still leads the league in rushing with 858. What y'all want me to do? I'm here. I got time today. <laughs> it's no nation of no nation. I'm just letting I'm just letting everybody know the Vikings should be extremely happy they paid Dalvin Cook because their quarterback is not it. And he literally Dalvin is the team. He is the team on offense. Hold on. I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah. I'm not praising Kirk Cousins here. He's bad. I get it. Kirk coupons, yeah. as you call him. But he had a decent game yesterday. 13 to 20, 220 yards, three touchdowns. Not a bad game. They got the win again, albeit against the Lions. But yeah, it's a Dalvin show, dog. That's what I'm here for. Like, no nation or no nation. It's fine. Since you took Dalvin, I'll take Josh Allen. That's a good point. I think Josh Allen played big, played his way back into the potential MVP conversation, for sure, too. For sure. 31 to 38, 415, three yeah. TDs, and a convincing win against one of the NFC's, I mean, the NFC, excuse me, yeah. one of the NFC's best teams. So I'll give it to Josh Allen, man. All right, biggest winners and losers of the week. Who you got? My biggest winner of the week is the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Um, you know, obviously they they lost to the Chiefs. Um, and you know, they 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 have been uh as of the last three weeks or so, they have been a little wishy washy. Mm-hmm. Up and um, down. But this was a huge win. This was a statement win uh over a very good Seahawks team. Obviously, you know, Seahawks defense is struggling tremendously right now. But for but for for Josh Allen to perform the way he performed in those circumstances against a Russell Wilson-led team, yeah, I give Russ. him credit. Yep. This was a huge win by the Buffalo Bills, both offensively and defensively. We saw Davies White pick off Russell Wilson as well. Yep. This was a huge statement win by the Buffalo Bills. Loser. Biggest loser of the week. I am going to go the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, cool, cool. I thought you was about to take my pick again. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I looked at you first. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, yeah, you better not. You be, you better not. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. Is it really the Arizona Cardinals or is it Zane Gonzalez? It's the Arizona Cardinals. They had no business losing against the Miami Dolphins. They also had no business missing a 48-yard field goal. That's correct. Coming up short. Yeah, <laughs> but they shouldn't need that field goal to beat the, Buff- the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are slept on team right now, man. But they the, look good. But Arizona Cardinals should be... Better than that, they should be. They should be uh, able to overcome the Miami Dolphins. I'm not. I'm. I, I get it. I understand what you're saying. I think the Cardinals have a little bit more weapons, and I think their chemistry is a little better, especially seeing as how two. This is only a second start. Yeah. But the Dolphins are no slouch, and they have a very good defense. The defense is good. Yeah. Very capable defense. Defense is good, but Arizona should be able to knock them. Like they, they, they should have won pretty convincingly, probably about 10, 10 plus points. By I, I think that's what you said. I think that's what you predicted. Yeah, I, I think I, I think we both predicted that they would win too. Yeah, which is bad. We gotta start keeping track of our picks because we're not looking too good. To be honest, <laughs> we're not looking too good. All right, my biggest winner of the week is gonna be the Miami Dolphins. Okay, I think the Miami Dolphins to go on the road. And get that win against a prolific offense in Kyler Murray, D Hop, all those weapons out there. I think that was big. I think that was big for Tua, for his confidence, for Dolphins fans who were kind of like me, wondering why you gave Tua this start when Fitzpatrick was playing some really good football. Mm-hmm. I was one of those guys that questioned, you know, I think it's a little too soon. And for him to go there and get that win and play good too, he made some great throws, he looked healthy. I thought that was very good of them. So I'm going to give the Dolphins my pick as the biggest winner. My biggest loser? Who else, man? The Chargers. <laughs> Again. What, what do you, I called this. Again. I called this. I called the exact thing. They're going to go down, be winning the game the entire time, and with no seconds left on the clock. Again. <laughs> I think this is the third straight week. 
It is. Again, they are going to lose the game. I know all Chargers fans have bottles on standby. Had to. Because they need. With a barf bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing. Yeah. I would, I'm, I'm definitely throwing up. Yeah. There's, there's no way. There's no way I'm not throwing up. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. It's awful. All right, man. You ready to get these picks out for week 10? Let's get it. All right, man, let's get it rolling. First, on Thursday night, we got the Colts and Titans to start it off. Who you got? The Titans. Got the Titans yeah. this time? I'm going to take the Titans, too. Yeah. I'm really not a believer in Phillip Rivers. I'm sorry. I think this is going to be a pretty low-scoring game because I don't think the Titans' offense has looked that great lately. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think the Colts do have a great defense, but I think the Titans pull it out somewhere along the lines of maybe like a 20-17 to 17 or something like that. I agree. Texans-Browns, who you got? Browns. Nick Chubb comes back this week. Oh, oh yeah. Th- this is true. This is true. Nick Chubb does come back. I'm going to take the Texans. Okay. Um, I'm going to take the Texans in a shootout. I think this game will be a shootout because I don't think either defense is playing particularly great. Not at all. Washington versus Detroit. Who Detroit. you got? I got Washington. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm standing on Washington. Matt Stafford. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer in Matt Stafford. I think he's a great quarterback, but he always makes mistakes when they don't need him to but make Alex mistakes. Alex Smith is starting for the Washington Yeah, I know. Team. Bad luck over there in Washington. Ugh, don't play quarterback yeah, yeah. Quarterback. don't do that jags and packers packers, packers. <laughs> yeah we don't have to do this eagles giants eagles giants eagles book it bucks panthers bucks they gotta win this one bounce back game for the they bucks ha- they have to win this game divisional game you have to win this game if it wasn't a divisional game i would probably pick the panthers but i'm like you i think the bucks have to win this game but i don't think it's big i think it's definitely within a touchdown yeah it has to be broncos raiders Raiders. I got the Raiders too. Raiders are quiet as kept. Mm-hmm. Five and three, and they're playing some pretty good football right so now. Are. Derek Carr is playing pretty good. Yep. Nelson Aguilar. Oh, yeah, out there. Yeah. Nah, they're out there. Chargers and Dolphins. Who you got? Chargers. Please. <laughs> nope. Char- Chargers. I got the Dolphins. I think the Chargers jump out to an early lead because Herbert is playing some amazing football, but I think Tua Time is here. And Tua Time <laughs> is lose now. Again. And the Chargers are going to lose. Yep, late field goal. <laughs> yeah. It happens, man. What do you want me to do? Bills, Cardinals. Bills. Bills? Bills. On the road? On the road. I got the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals bounce back. I think Kyler Murray is starting to, you know, get that confidence mm-hmm. in his coach where he says, like, let's go for it on fourth and one, fourth and two. Like, he believes that he can get it, and Kyler Murray can get it. We've seen that scramble. Yeah. He put the moves on sure Buddy did. out there. Yeah. That was a wild run. Seahawks and Rams. Divisional game. I'm going to go Rams. Rams? Coming off the bye week. Yep. Um, obviously getting, you know, a little bit healthy. Um, let me go Rams. Okay. I'm going to take the Seahawks just because I don't see them losing back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. And I think Russ is going to do just enough. And I'm not sure where that Rams offense is right now. The last time we seen them, Jared Goff was playing for the other team. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. He gave the Dolphins four touchdowns. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm going to take the Seahawks and a nail by there. 49ers, Saints. 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 <laughs> yeah. Saints are catching form. Yeah. Michael Thomas is back. They're looking Finally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, on, honestly. They, hello. Honestly. Finally. <laughs> Bengals Steelers, who you got? Uh, this is going to really depend on if Big Ben can play on Sunday or not. You know, I know he's going through the COVID protocol and things okay. like that. If he can't play on Sunday, the the Bengals because okay. Joe Burrow, look, <laughs> Joe Burrow is the real deal. Quick yes or no? Do you think the Steelers go undefeated? No. Okay. Cool. That's all I want to know. Yeah. I'm gonna pick the Steelers in this game. I think Big Ben should play. If he doesn't, if he doesn't play, it's to the Bengals. Yeah. If he doesn't play, the Bengals definitely can sneak that win out. Yeah. But I think the Steelers they'll be able to hold tight with a division game. Mm-hmm. Ravens Patriots to cap it off. Ravens. Yeah, I got the Ravens too. I think Lamar is gonna be too much um, talent. Yeah, just too much talent and the lack of talent for the Patriots. I'm just I'm letting sorry. you know right now though. If the Ravens mess around and lose to the Patriots, we're going to have a serious discussion about the, the state of the Ravens next week. 
Okay. I'll take that. Vikings and Bears to end on Monday Night Football. Dalvin. I'm going to go with the Bears. I just think <laughs> LOL. I, I think the defense of the Bears is just too much for the Vikings. And they, they are a top five defense. So for about, sure. I'm about to say you must not know who Dalvin Cook is. Top five defense. All right. Well, I hear you. Top five defense. Who cares? Four touchdowns. Two touchdowns minimum. Two touchdowns against two, the Bears. Yes. Okay. Yes. Two, right. two touchdowns. We'll see. Two touchdowns. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. Like we mentioned earlier, another quarterback down in Washington as Kyle Allen leaves with a significant leg leg injury. Excuse me. Cursed or coincidence? Cursed. It's just <laughs> Washington is just is a bad organization right now. They need to get together. Starts right. with the owner. Starts yeah. with the owner. Yeah, I'm going to say curse too. Um, I would say pick me up. I'm available, but I don't want to play quarterback over there either. Um, not sure if I will make it out. Bears, 3-0 under Mitch, 2-4 and four under Foles. Neither neither need, one of those quarterbacks are the answer. Need I say more? Who's the starter? Oh, this week is going to be Nick Foles. For what? Because <laughs> he's better than Mitch. That's I'm, why. I'm going to keep asking you this every week until you change your answer. He's better than Mitch. Mitch, turn the TVs off. Get in the starting lineup. <laughs> I need you. I need you to do that. Mitch I, is not good. Neither is Nick Foles. I know. Mitch I is know. Mitch is undefeated. That's all I'm gonna say. On the college, man, Clemson loses the first ACC game in years yeah. to Notre Dame. I'm sorry, guys, if you lost money on my behalf. I definitely said Clemson was the lock last week. Don't listen to me. Fade my picks. This, I mean, I don't care about this game because Trevor Lawrence was not playing. That makes a huge difference. Trevor Lawrence definitely makes a huge difference, obviously. That was a great game, though. It was. Great. That was a great was. game when overtime. Clemson's defense looks a little vulnerable, though. Yep. I'm not going to lie. I'm Has st- been vulnerable this whole year. I'm starting to be a little concerned with them because I picked them to win the national mm-hmm. title, obviously. And Ohio State is here. They're not playing nobody. Justin Fields is here. We're not playing. They're not playing nobody. Hey, man, I can only play who's on my schedule. Yeah, what they, you want me to do? I don't. I, this is why I don't, I don't ever consider Ohio State a legit threat ever. Because they just don't ever play anybody. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they they almost beat Clemson last year too. So almost I wouldn't say yeah almost doesn't count. You're right. Mm-hmm. You got me there. You got me there. Michigan Harbaugh again. Yeah, back to back losses. There, I, I, at this point in time, I don't understand why John John Harbaugh. I'm sorry, Jim, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. is still there. Um, you think he should be fired? I think that it must. It, it's best if they just separate. Because here's okay. the thing. They oh, ever since that's, that's interesting. Ever since they've hired him, mm-hmm. they've had super high expectations every single year. Oh, for sure. And he's let them down every single year. If this was <laughs> this is also factual. If he was another person, he would have been fired. But because of his name, the yep. hardball name, he has not been fired. There are coaches in college that names hold weight. Exactly. There are coaches in college that names hold weight, and his name is one of them. Yep. A Jimbo, a Nick Saban, yep. a Dabo Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Like these are names that hold weight. And yeah, his name holds weight, and he's underperformed every year. Don't think he's beat Ohio State once. No. And yeah, now they're losing to just subpar teams in the Big Ten. Michigan State, really? You lost to Michigan State, who also just got blown out by I think Iowa, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. by almost forty. Right. Maybe maybe more. <laughs> it was it was disgusting out there. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan looks bad, and yet they have the number one recruiting class again this year. Mm-hmm. Every year he he's gonna bring in the recruits. That's cool. You're just gonna lose games. <laughs> Do you think he should go back to the NFL? So this is interesting. That has been a story spiraling around. Yeah, this is interesting. If he does go back to the NFL, I know he had success in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. His coaching style may fit an NFL team better. If you can name a team, pick one. Um, If I had to name a team, 
for Jim Jim Harbaugh to mm-hmm. go to maybe Jacksonville. Okay. Um, I can see that. Maybe, I can see that. Maybe Jacksonville because you know if I'm looking at the openings that are going to be open, Atlanta's not a good fit. The Houston's not a good fit. Jacksonville may be his best bet. I don't think Houston is an awful fit. Uh, I'm not sure how I like he. Fit. I'm not sure how he will work with uh, Watson. Right. I, don't, I don't know. Right. I don't know if he. That is, should be Airbnb's. Yeah, job. I don't. I don't think he's a guy for Watson. But I think as far as Houston in general, I think I think he could coach that team. I do like Jacksonville's fit a lot better. Yeah, I like Jacksonville's fit a lot better. Jets tanking for Trevor, obviously. They're tanking every year. As we've seen, <laughs> they're tanking every year. Look, man, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I get it. They're bad. If they get Trevor, what happens to Sam uh, Darnold? I'm sorry. When they get Trevor, excuse me. Trevor, go back to school if the Jets are number one pick. Don't listen to this, man. Get your money. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen when they get Trevor to Sam Darnold? Uh, Sam Darnold, uh, excuse me, Frank Wright, you should be on the call to <laughs> Joe Douglas. Oh, yeah? And you should make that trade as soon as possible <laughs> to get Sam Darnold and Indy because Phillip Rivers is not it. Matter of fact, you should do that now because <laughs> you, you, you should do that now because yo, yo, freak. I know the trade deadline's over with, but do it anyway. <laughs> Just do it anyway, <laughs> bro. What do you got to lose? Secretly behind the scenes, yo. What do you got first, to first day of free agency? Oh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It's, it's happened four months ago. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you have to lose at this point? Yeah, obviously, I get it. All right, man. Quick NBA news. One, the draft is next Thursday. Yes, Excuse sir. me, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. The draft is next Wednesday, and that's huge. And the start date, it's official. December 22nd. Yeah. Sorry, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, LeBron. You hype about it? Yeah. I mean, I'm ready for the NBA season, obviously. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be a little rushed, right? Because you're going to have the draft next week, and then you have free agency two days, two or three days after that. So, it's going to be a lot of... A lot of NBA news popping between now and I guess the end of free agency or the week one. Shoot, even next week. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Like, even next week. Um, and the thing is, you know, I guess the consensus around the league is that nobody really has a, a true number one pick. So it's going to be really interesting who the Timberwolves opt to pick in number one. And it's been said that Wiseman doesn't want to go to another place where another center is, which makes sense. Why would you draft another center? Yeah. When you have, yeah. So a waste of time. I think I think the first the first pick in the draft is going to be ball. The metal ball. That'd be big, which is interesting because you already have D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Uh, so you have two point guards essentially, which also would make sense. Ball dominant guards, too. If, if Lamelo's are definitely a ball dominant. guard. Yeah. If you here's the thing, though, right? If you were if you are the Timberwolves. Why would you not want to go after Anthony Edwards? That's what I thought. I think I think he should be the number he, one. Pick he makes he makes sense because he's a shooting guard. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I just don't understand. I don't understand why would you would pick a center and Wiseman when you already have a center and you already yeah, you, traded, you yeah. just traded for a point guard yep. and D'Angelo Russell. So why would you take any one of those positions first overall? Yeah, I'm not understanding that. I definitely think Anthony Edwards is the best pick for them. But yeah. then again, when you have that high of a pick, I guess you want to get the best player. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best fit for you, but oftentimes people do go at the best player yeah. so we'll see and next wednesday we will ha- drop our podcast a special edition podcast exclusively for all the nba news that will be happening so we'll be recording on monday and dropping that for you guys on wednesday before we get out of here man the master starts this week also terrence crawford fights kel brook this saturday on espn and i'm ready another fight i love it hey man terrence crawford best pound for pound boxer right now in it so we'll see and with that being said I'd like to thank you guys for listening thank all of those who went out and voted yes another round of applause for y'all you can't get enough credit for what y'all did this is huge mm-hmm. this is monumental 
We thank all those out there still fighting for change. We want to thank all you guys that are still wearing your mask. COVID numbers are getting crazy. Yes. Please wear your mask. So let's continue to wear our masks and continue to social distance when you can. And just continue to support the boys, man. For sure. For sure. Thank everybody for voting, uh, going out there to the polls, mail-in ballots, early voting, all those types of things. Uh, Everybody, please stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Um, Black lives always matter. Thank you for the essential workers for all the work you're doing in the communities. Guys. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. Subscribe, review, like, share, support your boys. We're here for you. We're here to get you the news and everything, you know, support us. <laughs> hey, catch y'all on Wednesday. Out of here. Yep. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marked with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.